You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information, and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. Our long national nightmare is over. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus. Yeah? And change your behaviour so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing your behaviour so you don't give it to somebody else. Hey, this is Chris Murphy and you found the taxi stand hour on Radio TFI. Well, you didn't tell me to expect that. <laughs> well, howdy. How's everybody doing? You know, can I tell you something? It's Sunday. It's uh, November 22nd, and it is still the year 2020. You are indeed listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI video streaming network from the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, where I'm trying to multitask here unsuccessfully. I'm John Shannon, and from Queens, New York, in the Radio TFI executive tower where i'm sure the sun is gleaming off the top of that baby yeah it's probably gleaming even more than the shine on your head yes <laughs> it is mr ed van ness good morning sir good morning kids and kittens and uh welcome to this pre-gobble day uh pre-turkey day extravaganza we're glad you're here it is sunday 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 uh we now have also figured out which video we're supposed to play on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday? Uh, we we just will rem- we re- remove the old one that that, that was an old one. Uh, there was a t- little technical glitch there, but we got new and exciting stuff that we want to talk about today. We're glad you're here with us. Bundle up, sit tight. You're home with your loved ones. Wear a mask. Wash your mask. Uh, wear your hands. Whatever it is you got to do. And uh, we got football picks today. We got all of that good stuff. John Shannon, how are you today, sir? I'm about as good as can be expected. Working my ass off this week, though, I might say. By the way, before we get too much further, that strange voice, you that unfamiliar voice, well, the strange is up to the... Uh, that belonged to... Uh, John, why don't you tell us who that voice belonged to? That is an old friend of mine by the name of Chris Murphy, who has uh, who has joined at least for the time being has joined the Radio TFI promotions crew here, lending his wonderful voice here to our uh, to freshen things up a little bit here in this uh, when it comes to lead-ins and and the like. So we're gonna we're gonna talk more about it in an hour or two, but we want to say a big thank you to Chris Chris Murphy of WMAY in uh, Springfield, Illinois. 
Springfield, Illinois. Yes, indeed. And by the way, because I know you're listening, I can see you listening. <laughs> right, through, right through. I can see you. I can see you. There you are. Hi, hi, Shannon. Hi, Rolando. How you? Hey, how you doing? Uh, <laughs> it's like a romper room with the magic mirror. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I can see Rolando, but, and I can see Shannon, and I can see Timmy, and I can Timmy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyways, we need a few more people like you. I mean, yeah, it's nice having radio professionals. Absolutely, we... loan your voice again. <laughs> we'll we'll get into all that later on. But uh, station IDs—that's uh, that's what we want for Christmas. Station IDs. Uh, we but... just want to have one big happy family here. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you exactly. what. Uh, oh, by the way, I didn't mention this to you. Off, You know what? Let's do the stock report first. And I got something I, that we need to talk about. Okay. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, from the Radio TFI Market Watch Center, it is your stock report. Uber closed the week at $48.43, up a mere $0.82 from last week. Meanwhile, Lyft closed the week at $38.10, up a piddling $0.56 from last week. This has been your stock market report from the Radio TFI Market Center. Someday I'll get it. kind of troubling there that uh, we haven't been able to gleefully announce a drop in the last couple, three weeks. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Last week they both jumped by like seven bucks a piece. Now the jump is 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 under a dollar. Believe me, it's falling. Gravity has has grabbed the hold. There was the election prop twenty two. People think it's going to be a wonderful thing. They all jumped on it, and now it's going to fall back to earth. You know, look, they send up weather balloons, the most high tech uh, polymer weather balloons you can imagine. They still going to bust at ten thousand feet or hundred thousand hundred thousand feet. They're still going to break. Doesn't matter. How good of a balloon you have, and these stocks are the same thing. So now that now that we've uh, oh the other thing I want to I want to get right off to uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we just want to congratulate Beck Taxi. They won first place for Beck's best taxi company in the Scarborough Mirror Readers Choice Awards for 2020. Uh, this came from Christine Hubbard, uh, Queen of All Hacks. Uh, she thanked the Scarborough friends and congratulations to all of their amazing drivers and staff. And we we want to say a big to Beck Taxi. Beck Taxi. Just, just the best. And uh, with a leader like that, how can you go wrong? Uh, now, before we get into anything else, uh, you may not be aware, John, we got scolded by YouTube last week. We did. We did. I'm going to have to start... Uh, we're gonna have to get you on these emails. Uh, you probably should, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We got scolded. For, oh, for what, did they, what did they promise to take away our candy? I think it was something like that. We uh, apparently we had a copyright violation. We only played about uh, parts of eight or nine or ten songs last week, so I don't understand what the big to do is. Uh, I didn't. Well, read- then I, what I don't understand, to, to be brutally honest with you, uh, with YouTube. I don't understand is is you can go onto YouTube at any given time, and Joe Schmo can play his ver- you know play his copy of uh, whatever song you can find any song you want on YouTube, and I don't see any cop- copyright whatsoever or anything on any of that stuff. 
Um, I'm to, to be brutally honest with you, I'm about two shakes away from saying to hell with YouTube. We're not getting really, we're not getting any kind of the the listenership that uh, that I had wanted to get out of that by any stretch. I mean, we get one or two views on it or whatnot, but I've been kind of kind of thinking about wanting to dump it, but uh, we'll cross that bridge later. I'll yep. wait and see how they treat us here in the future. You know what? It, it's we'll just wait till they throw us out. Well, you know, there's always that too. What, what does it cost us but to push a button? Well, for you to push the button. By the way, I don't yeah. put I don't push the button for to to put us out on Facebook or YouTube. I just frankly have nothing to do with that. I put us out on Twitter. That's my job. But I keep there. You will not find Ed's fingerprints anywhere on the recording or the broadcast up and down the network, other than other than the Twitter. I'm still trying to figure out how to get us to broadcast directly to our website. And once once I figure that out without having to spend about $1,000, then that's what we'll be doing. But until such time, uh, what else? Was let me, let me just, just so you can, uh, most radio stations now, when they do what we're doing right now, uh, where we're broadcasting our feed, it, you know, eventually goes over Radio TFI, but most of them are using Facebook, okay? Facebook pages. Some. Uh, so I know WCCO is doing it that way. I know uh, about three or four other stations here in the Twin Cities market that all do it that way. They go through Facebook pages. It seems to be the cleanest uh, format, believe it or not. Uh, you don't have the, the delay like you have on, on uh, YouTube and well, there's also various okay. apps out there. I'll give you an example, which I just started doing this week. Now, I don't know if I've talked about it on air, but I know, John, I've told you how I've lost not one, not two, but three radio antennas on my vehicle, on my personal vehicle, since I've mm. had it. Uh, so I just, I've given up on that. So I, I tried to, through a process of elimination, I found a nice free app, radio.com. And I can, yes. I can listen to... Uh, you know, like uh, listen to the news, the news stations, or you know, whatever. Uh, on my way in to my my very very hard job, and um, no, I didn't mean anything by that. If anybody's listening, oh no, love my job, love my job. Uh, but it's at no cost, and so I can, and I since I have unlimited data, it, it's just I just let it plug in through my connect with my Bluetooth through my audio system and it's just like having the radio on around the stone guy nothing but net don't <laughs> oh god you mean i stumped you with an old commercial it might have been a regional commercial oh 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 it took a second okay okay all right all right <laughs> off the side of the building through the window uh huh. One bounce, nothing but net, and that's an uh, actual one. That's a real one. But so anyway, I, I've I've started using the app, and it's not just Facebook, uh, but most of them are on some kind of app or another. I was very disappointed in my little trials this week to uh, to to get myself situated radio wise in the vehicle. Uh, to find out that uh, WABC 77 Talk Radio, which used to be 
uh, one of the greatest radio stations on the planet, WABC Music Radio, 77, WABC, uh, 500 million watts of power broadcasting. They were on a clear channel. Uh, what was it? WABC could be heard in, I think it was close to 40 states at like at night. Uh, it broadcast. And so they went to talk many, many years ago because music on AM, eh, it just wasn't happening anymore. But I hadn't listened in a while. And I tuned it in uh, one night last week and I, I got caught up with this. Uh, there's, there's this Mark Levin character. Oh, Jesus. So I'm thinking, okay, they play, they're playing him overnight, blah, blah, blah. So the next day, I still had it tuned in on the app, and I, okay, let's let's listen. Uh, actually, I had it a year ago, so this change I'm about to mention must have just happened. Uh, I had, they had their own app. And now they're like, uh, they're wall-to-wall Fox. You know, it's nothing but conservative radio. I was like, oh, what a shame. Let's see, the usual suspects, Beck, Hannity. Don't know. Don't know. Limbaugh. Just, just listening to the bumpers, just listening to the promos. You know, WABC, New York's conservative, uh, Fox, this, that, you know. I heard Fox, I heard conservative. I went, click. Well, not literally click, but. Uh, Tap. Yeah. Tapping tap, out. Tapping out. Yeah, there you go, John. Good one. John got one in. <laughs> That's uh, and it's a good thing too, because we're coming to the end of the year. You almost missed. You yeah, almost would have gone the whole year without getting one in. But good for you, buddy. Good for you. So anyway, that was part of my my dilemma this week, and uh, but I resolved that. Yeah, WCCO uh, here in Minneapolis uses Radio.com as well. Okay, there you go. I'm not saying that the stations yeah. that I'm listening to. W-I-N-S, 1010 wins, news time is uh, traffic on the 10s. And that goes back to when I was a kid, they were doing the same spiel. Oh, same spiel, yeah, uh, exactly. W- WCCO still does a lot of the same things I remember uh, from childhood. Even uh, they still refer themselves as as the good neighbor. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I, I was... I was there are another... Clear, uh, clear channel. Clear channel. What? What? Where are they on the dial? Eight three zero. Is that a clear channel? As far as I know, yeah. Okay. Okay. If, yeah, it's 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 it's. Uh, they got quite the blowtorch. Fifty okay. what? Fifty thousand. Fifty thousand watts of power. That's the max. That's the max. Is fifty thousand watts. Uh, so you can't hear them down on Lake Street sometimes, but you can hear them in Minot, North Dakota. So, but that's in the daytime. It all depends yeah. on the atmospheric conditions, right? Okay, I was I was once in uh, Ohio, heading to Minnesota. Coincidentally, heading to uh, the beautiful Twin Cities in a vehicle, and uh, it was at night. It was like September. It must have been October, or maybe it was later in the spring, because uh, I was listening to New York Rangers hockey out of New York. In Ohio, <laughs> actually, it was. I was in such a place. I was picking up stations from all over the country. It was fantastic. What a great, what a great night, what a great night that was. But uh, all right, I think we've uh, yeah, we beat the living hell out of the first fifteen minutes. Uh, oh yes, we did. Yeah, we did, and we didn't say anything of any substance. 
What makes you think we say anything of substance? Uh... Sometimes we can fool them. I know. Remember, when you can't dazzle them with brilliance, you baffle them with bullshit. Exactly. <laughs> when, when I didn't get to the messages here right away. and uh... Go right ahead. Well, uh, Shannon Tim, who... Uh, we mentioned here, we mentioned several times, as a matter of fact. Shannon, we want a station ID from you. Come on. Yes, exactly. We want, we want your voice. Now, Shannon, right now, as I understand, uh, might be battling. I know that she's having symptoms of, of the COVID. I'm not 100% oh, no. clear if she actually has it or not. But uh, she is battling some symptoms, so we want her to to get well soon here. But yeah, when you get well, when you're feeling froggy again, you're one of those folks. We want your voice there, my dear. Unless, unless of course, you had got that nice raspy cold voice, then we want that too. Oh, hey, now that would be kind of cool. You found Radio TFI. Oh, that's just creepy. Isn't it though? <laughs> that is just creepy. That, what do you say we get to, get to some actual substantive... Uh, Topics here, huh? Why, why start now? Well, that's uh, you know you you do have a point. So I had a moment this week. Well, as we all know, uh, oh by the way, it, this this morning this morning I read that Trump is is now demanding a third recount in Georgia, which means Biden's going to win there three times. I I I mean, so tired of winning. He was right. We are tired of winning. <laughs> Let's just move on. All right. Uh, uh, Pennsylvania is a done. I mean, it's all a done deal. Let's look. Look, he, he's obviously trying to. By the way, did you watch Rudy this week? With oh, the you mean when he was when he was uh, having his little meltdown or whatever yes. that was out, off of his hair? Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Suck it up, that was a wonderful. That was a wonderful cartoon, by the way, political uh jab at him melting <laughs> do we have i think we have something oh yeah we got a whole thing we we got yeah very interesting promo this week i must say uh we yeah, got indeed. we got rudy we got we got john mccain we got and i used i used little donnie for you this week i appreciate I, it i actually always, always fun to lock look at actually i had to replace the artist's original version of trump in that uh, with little Donnie. And of course, we've got our Thanksgiving turkey wearing his t-shirt that says, Eat Beef. Eat Beef, yes. That's, uh, as your favorite Radio TFI personalities plead for their, or the your favorite Radio TFI turkeys plead for their pardon this week. Well, gobble, I hate to say it, but I think you and I are the Radio TFI turkeys. Gobble, gobble. Yeah, there you go. So anyway, back to uh, back to the turkey in chief. Uh, uh, yeah, apparently Trump was going to pardon the turkey this year, but but then he, the turkey got Giuliani as a lawyer, and <laughs> that was too easy. That's low hanging fruit. Right. Yeah, That's, exactly. That was just too easy. Uh, but I, I, you know, I watched this this Jenna Ellis person. I've watched her a number of times over the past few weeks. And she is an expert at the just uh, talking over people. She just, I she actually, to her credit, appeared on Bill Maher's show 
last week. And uh, Mar was very, very gracious with her. Uh, he says, look, I appreciate you coming on. It's, you know, you're coming into the lion's den, et cetera, et cetera. And then she, you know, of course she went right into, you know, her BS act. And, you know, he, he did his best to try to have a, a, a decent conversation with her, but she just kept steamrolling. You know, he was being polite as far as, you know, not trying to, he held back. Let me put it this way. He held back. Uh, what but, is her official position? What is, does she have? I believe she's the uh, one of the uh, Trump attorneys. But then again, that's an easy job to get. You and I could be one of the Trump attorneys. It's uh, Everybody else has quit. Uh, she's a lawyer. And uh, let's see. What else does she do? We are. Thank, she's a legal advisor to Trump. And in two thousand oh, and in two thousand sixteen, she called him an idiot. So, so you got that going for you. Uh, yeah, well, when you're getting million dollar paychecks, you uh, tend you have a tendency to soften your tone just a little bit. You don't think Trump's paying anybody anything now, do you? Well, eh, that's so. Oh, that's a good point, I guess. Remember, we know he's he owes somebody four hundred million dollars. And how do you how do you like okay well go ahead and let's go ahead and play this uh, you got a, a, a bit here with uh, with Jen well, well there's a personality called Heather G who who I you okay. know she's very funny she put she puts out these uh, uh, these videos and she's gonna you're gonna on this little clip you're gonna hear Jenna Ellis first and then Heather's gonna come on and talk about it. President Trump has been saying from day one, this is about maintaining free and fair elections. I mean, you can say that all you want, Jenna, but we don't believe you. See, Trump didn't care about legitimate elections when he brushed off Russian interference in 2016. He sided with Putin on that one. Didn't seem to care when the Russians tried the same shit in 2020. No, he tried to make sure we'd never hear about that by blocking the intelligence. Did Trump have legitimate elections in mind when he called up the president of Ukraine demanding dirt on Joe Biden? How about when he dismantled the postal service to slow down mail-in ballots? Or when he claimed victory before all the votes were counted? You don't get to pretend that Trump is some patriot for American democracy now, especially since the exhausting, baseless cries of fraud are damaging what legitimacy we have left. Jenna, I mean this with all sincerity. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, and hey, John. Ed, take us into the. Uh, and John. Take us into the never reaches. I'm getting called from work in real quick. All right. So, so John, not, not knowing enough to uh, turn off his phone during the. Uh, uh, during the program. So that was Jenna Ellis. Earlier in the week, we, uh, I actually started, I, I felt good about Geraldo Rivera. Geraldo was on the Fox program, The Five, where they do whatever it is they do. And he actually got into a bit of a debate with uh, Jesse Waters, that, that waste of space who started out as a features reporter. He was doing goofball stuff on Fox. Uh, but I'm going to let me play this clip of Geraldo. 
And uh, we'll talk about it on the other side. But I was actually feeling, and believe me, I've been aware of Geraldo Rivera for since his Willowbrook days back on uh, WABC TV here in New York back in the late 60s, early 70s. I mean, really? Come on, I, I Geraldo. Mean, the Clinton Foundation, George Soros, Hugo Chavez. I'm, I'm probably the only person in this building I've actually met Hugo Chavez. The that late, doesn't, that doesn't count as evidence. I never said anything about that. Hugo Chavez couldn't make the red lights work in Venezuela. And an international conspiracy. Why not Elvis? You know, I you, didn't mention anything it, it, like it was, that. I'm talking sort of. You're a lawyer. I, I you're a lawyer. The, I As a the, lawyer, I you should recognize the, I the validity the president. of that. I wanted him to win this election. What I saw with Rudy Giuliani, who I've known for decades, was bizarre. It was unfocused. There was conspiracy theory, this and that. You ca you, when you have a, a evidence that you suggest, you, what's the lawsuit that that evidence attaches to? What's the action? You, you can't go to a court and say... It's fraud. Judge, prove it for me. Or is the FBI to prove it for me? They it's have not three the pending lawsuits right now in right. three different states that they're going to they, submit they drop, this evidence. They drop Michigan. And then they there's going to be a judge that's going to rule on it's, the evidence. We're giving false hope. Geraldo, you as an American should want everybody to be confident the, in the results of the election. False hope. And if you don't pursue these fraud allegations, half the country is going to feel like it was crooked. That's you don't want that. And I... So here I am feeling good about Geraldo. This is the other day he's talking about uh, the Giuliani sweat fest. So I'm feeling real good about Geraldo. And this is like, all right, Geraldo, it's nice to see somebody on that network showing a pair and just seeing it for what it is, okay? Enough is enough. There's there's nothing there, uh, you know, and I think he, he laid out a very excellent case there. And then the next day, there was this. Earlier, I think I had an idea, uh, you know, uh, when with the world so divided and everybody, you know, telling him he's got to give up and time to leave and uh, time to transition and all the rest of it. Why not name the vaccine the Trump? You know, make it like, have you gotten your Trump yet? <laughs> Trump? No, it would be a nice gesture to him. And years from now, it would become just a, a kind of a generic name. Have you uh, got your Trump yet? Oh, yeah, I got my Trump. I'm fine. Uh, you know, I, I wish we could honor him in that way because he is definitely the prime architect of this Operation Warp Speed. And, and but for him, uh, we'd still be waiting, uh, you know, into the grim winter for, uh, uh, for these amazing, uh, miraculous medical breakthroughs. So let's talk about... And so Gerardo slid back down into the into the garbage pit that is Fox News and uh, dashed well, dashed any hopes I had of him remaining remaining a reasonable voice. Uh, he slipped right back in, back into it. Let's name the virus well, after Trump. How about that? Well, I was going to say he's already had uh, something named after him. I think that's what they when they were saying, "Have you had the Trump uh, yet?" They were referring to STDs. Hey, now! Oh! Oh, he went there. My goodness gracious, Marie. So, what? just just to finish First up... Off, Pfizer, Pfizer didn't even... No. Uh, they were apolitical in this whole... In their uh, work, so... Mm -hmm. They took... Now, they, they took the guarantee that they, uh, they'll get the money for the distribution and all that. Uh-huh. But of course, the, the fact that people are going, oh, Trump masterminded this. He couldn't mastermind tying his shoes. Doesn't he wear slip-ons? Nah, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> our, oh. la our last piece of video this week, audio, excuse me, is my favorite. 
press secretary Barbie. Oh, I love hearing her voice. She, oh. She's a little hottie. Don't don't misunderstand me. I, I, that being said, listen to her as she goes on about how about hard we made it for Trump during his transition period. Oh. And then listen to who comes on immediately after to, well, just listen. Something that I would note is just we talked a lot about transfer of power and the election, and it's worth remembering um, that this president was never given an orderly transition of power. Um, Every four years, we gather on these steps to carry out the orderly and peaceful transfer of power. And we are grateful to President Obama and First Lady Michelle Obama for their gracious aid throughout this transition. They have been magnificent. Thank you. Probably the only time he has said anything nice about the Obamas in public. But by the, the only way, time he's ever told the truth. Well, there's that too. But that was his inauguration. So, uh, and by the way, Hillary conceded the day after. Uh, Obama had him at the White House the day after that. Uh, she conceded the day after the election. Trump was at the White House at Obama's invitation two days after the election. And, and and it's just unfortunate that this woman, look, everybody in that administration, I don't know what any of them are going to do after this. The, the only two who are probably really set up are Stephen Miller and Steve Mnuchin, who have been there for the whole ride. Mnuchin in charge of the, uh, the Treasury. Oh, I'm sure he's got a he's got a truckload full of printed dollar bills. And of course, you know that was at uh, I think her one of her first press conferences uh, where you picked that last. Uh, it had been fif- fifty days. Mm-hmm. She took five questions. Oh, there, was, there was something else. There was something else in there too. You should hear. What are you going to make the law? What are you going to make the law? Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> she kind of just kind of breezed over that one, though. She was walking out of the room. Uh, same yes. thing. Yes, same thing when Trump, when Trump came out later that day or whatever it was. Uh, took no questions. Pence has taken no questions. And basically, there's always somebody yelling, eh, when are you going to admit you lost, or, or something to that effect. And mm-hmm. uh, they're not. They're not. Uh, don't be surprised if if uh, Trump... Remember, Trump has a plane and a passport right now. Don't be surprised if during the inauguration, he's on a plane heading to Venezuela or, you know, wherever he winds up, wherever it will take him. Because... Uh, it was announced today the Attorney General of the State of New York, uh, Letta James, has said she has 67, 67 indictments ready to go January 21st, the day after the inauguration. The That's why he wants to, he wants to stay, stay within the kind confines of the, the White House. Oh, no question. Just... No question. That's why he's desperate to. Because, because he's got, as president... He can't be attacked, you know, they can't file his stuff. But once he, 12 noon, January 20th, see ya! And, uh... I hope they find a jumpsuit that matches his skin tone, that's all I, Well, yeah, but, 
Uh, actually, they based the color of the jumpsuits on his skin tone. The good news, the good news for those of us here in New York City, we ain't never going to see him again. He's never going to set foot in this town again. Yeah. He may come back before the inauguration just to clean out the apartment. He ain't coming. He ain't coming to clean anything. He's 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 got minions for that. You know what I mean. He might make yeah. one stop back here before inauguration day. Boy, I gotta get a new desk. Jesus, I'm getting I'm getting seasick just watching it shake here while you're. Yeah, me too. While you're going here. Uh, but yeah, he's... oh, what do we? What do you got? It. Do you have anything else on? Trump's eminent uh, departure here. Nothing prepared. As the out kicking and screaming. Nothing prepared. Why? What do you got there, Skippy? Oh, I, I've got a few things. I just wanted to. Uh, uh, we should probably run into the uh, run a little bit into the uh, COVID here. Uh, of course, here. Why is it South Dakota? Uh, so I, I saw a story here. Before you go any further, why do we need two Dakotas? Don't, don't ask me. Just, I, just putting I, it out there. It's got nothing to do with anything. But why do we need to? So, yeah, that's a good question. It really is. But yeah, well, North Dakota has just a tad bit more common sense than South Dakota. Of course, you know South Dakota, home of Sturgis. Mm -hmm. uh, as I was reading, I think I saw this here. Yeah, eighty-six uh, COVID cases in Minnesota were tied to the attendance of the uh, Sturgis motorcycle rally. How about that? That's so, unfortunate. Yeah. Thanks, assholes. Mm -hmm. Now oh. I realize, I remember, you know, or I, excuse me, I realized that uh, 86 in the grand scheme of things is probably a low number, but I get tired of the whole statistics game when it comes to this. People are getting sick. People are dying. That's right. And if you knew this was happening, if you knew that your actions could prevent one, one person from dying, don't you think for, for, for the cost of putting a damn, uh, a piece of cloth on your mouth, you know, you might be doing a favor, maybe doing yourself a favor, maybe you have crooked teeth, maybe you have bad breath, might be saving the world that way too. You don't have to shave. Yeah, you don't have to shave, exactly. Uh, but, no. So, of all people, the CEO of Sanford Health, uh, big, here in, uh, big here in Minnesota, uh, so he's saying he doesn't have to wear a mask as a, as a symbolic gesture because he, he has already had the COVID. So yeah, it would be just a uh, just a symbolic gesture. His name is Kelby Krabenhoff. Jeez. Here's a symbolic. Here's a symbolic gesture for you. Read between the lines, Shelby. Pretty much. I, I'm going to stop you right there because I want to say this. Okay, fine. Maybe maybe you know you've had the COVID. Maybe you know that you can't be infected again anytime soon. When I'm bopping down the street or sitting next to you on the airplane. I don't know that. And I got news for you. I'm not about to believe you. Just because you say it so. If I meet just meet you on the street, uh, 
Uh, go ahead, John. I, I was about to go on to a rant there. Well, that's okay. And the thing of it is, too, is he still has symptoms. He has uh, lagging coughs and fatigue. Mm. So he isn't totally out of... I mean, he's obviously not uh, uh, not going to die on us, but he, he still... I think, if for what little I know of this, he could still wind up uh, spreading the virus. As long as he's coughing, as long as he is actually putting out those little uh, little <laughs> out there, uh, he could still be spreading. That's right. This. By the uh, way, you know, you know who else has won the uh, the uh, COVID nineteen sweepstakes? Oh, oh, well, of course, it would be none other than uh, young Mister Donnie Junior. Well, there's him. There's uh, 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 Giuliani's son. There's Rick, oh, right. there's Rick Scott, former governor, current nitwit senator of my former home state, Florida. And Kelly Loeffler of uh, Senator from Georgia. Oh, that's right. I now, just saw that. Too. Now, bear in mind, she made a she made a buttload of money uh, recently or earlier in the year when because of the information she's able to get, she sold a bunch of stocks. Uh, that or bought a bunch of anyway. She made some kind of maneuver to made her millions. It, it was in regard to companies that make PPE and that kind of thing. I don't have the full details, but she's basically a, a piece of turd, and she's another one that wasn't elected. She was uh, her. She married her billionaire husband, and basically she bought the seat. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, so she's got it. So let's keep going on about how it's a hoax and how uh, you don't have to wear a mask and all this. And uh, yeah, but I was it was fun to see Don Jr. got it. So you know, go sit on a log someplace. Go sit on a stump someplace, Stumpy. Uh, John can't hear you. Oh, John! John's doing mime radio now. I like that. <laughs> I think it actually sounded better. We're going to do that one day. We're just going to do mime radio. We're not going to do a video broadcast, just mime radio. I was going to say, if it winds up becoming if it winds up becoming on video, this is going to be the only thing we're going to do. Uh... Now, see, there's there's a way to do that, John. There's you, you Remember, we have an audience here that's, you know, we want to be a class show. Class with a capital K. Or if you're a Republican, class with a capital KKK. <laughs> I, I put that out on Twitter someplace. I was replying to something and I got a bunch of likes on it. So that's. Uh, so you figure you fish it out there again? Is that the deal? Or just dig it right out of the old uh, bucket there and let's throw it up again. Like, like, like I was trying to say while I had myself muted, was uh, HUD Secretary Ben Carson. You remember him. Oh, poor Ben. Another, another one had to come down. Apparently, he said he was desperately ill. And he, he also, he's, he's, he's saying he's out of, he believes he's out of the woods now. But, uh, uh, yeah, he was uh, another one that was... Uh, a brain surgeon. Remember, he's a brain surgeon. Yeah, well, he's obviously not a rocket scientist, though. Not a rocket scientist, but a brain surgeon, which questions everything I ever thought about brain surgeons. <laughs> brings brings well, the, 
Just keep them away from you. <laughs> you know, you know, you're 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 not making any friends here, John. First off, you pulled the plug on the night show with no notice. Let's talk about that. What do you say? So so later. so I'm sitting here the other night. Later. And and I, oh later. Oh, we're gonna do it later. Okay, later. okay. We'll later. do it later. But we're gonna do it. For those of you that were that were big fans of the night show, I apologize for my part in it, but I always said it was gonna be temporary. Until I went back to work. John insisted on keeping it going. John Shannon. Yeah, and and then just uh, like that, he just so it's it's sad that what what bothers me is that people there are people who are still getting the COVID who are taking precautions. So let's let's face it. Wearing a mask, I I I, I will be the first one to admit this. Wearing a mask is no guarantee that you're not going to you know you're you're not going to get the covid but it sure is hell anything you can do to you know you could be the best driver in the world and some chuckle butt can still sideswipe you or t-bone you or whatever running a red light so i mean it does unfortunately it does happen because you know that you know there's going to be people out there Say, well, I wore a mask, I did this and this, and I still got the COVID. Well, I'm maybe it caught you at one point in time. You were someplace, you had a slip, you pulled your mask down for whatever reason, whatnot. Yeah, you know, unfortunately, this 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 virus is a bitch. An unforgiving bitch at that. And uh what you said. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so 754-800-CHAT 754-800-2428 I don't care if you do just have a raspy voice yeah. we'd love to hear from you here we want to uh, hear from you yeah there you go exactly we do want to hear from you I feel like so, this is half of uh, Harvey Firestein <laughs> so what else you got there uh, well let's talk yeah. about while we're still on the COVID thingy and I'm still trying to center myself in my Hollywood Squares box here. Uh, Wally Cox for the block, please. Uh, Charlie Weaver to win. Uh, believe it or not, that's going to lead us into something an hour or two. That's I'll leave it to the to the, the kind listener to make that connection. Uh, there's talk uh, that we may need to do another four to six week lockdown. We're uh, in the middle of one right now. Who? Minnesota. We're talking about a nationwide lockdown. Yeah. See, I, I, I firmly believe we need to do what should have been done back in uh, April and March. Everybody needs to do the same thing. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt for a short amount of time. It's like getting a needle. It sucks. It's like having root canal. It sucks while it's going on. Nobody wants to do it. But if we want to beat this, my God, there's countries all over the world that have little or no trace of this virus anymore. Meanwhile, we're just run, nobody, it's running rampant in this country. 
Do I want to do it? No. Do we need to do it? I believe we do. And the problem we've had, first off, when we first did it back in March, we didn't know as much as we know now. Second of all, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens of all ages, this is not a political thing, okay? Where yeah, the election's over. Yeah, the election's over, so it doesn't matter anymore, all right? Trump doesn't care whether you live or die now that the election's over. He only needed you breathing to vote, okay, to keep his sorry orange ass out of jail. That being said, forget him. We have, like John was saying, what would you do if, if, if you knew you could save one person's life by simply taking a piece of material and placing it over your, your mouth and nose? If somebody was holding a gun on a 12-year-old girl and they said, you'll save her life by putting on this mask, wouldn't you do that? Would you not do that? Would you even hesitate? Would you even hesitate? No, of course you wouldn't. I'd like to think you wouldn't. And exactly. So, again, do we want to do this? No. We got to get our government off its ass. Mitch McConnell, I'm sorry, you know, he, he's, by the way, by the way, let's get back to this point for a second, which a lot of people are kind of missing. So all these ballots for Biden were, were, were fraud and they were fake and they were blah, blah, blah. But yet on the same ballot, people voted for Republicans, for senators and down ballot. But those are okay. It's just the top of the ticket that you're having the problem with. I got news for you, kids and kittens. If it says Biden on the if they voted for Biden and the rest of the ticket Republicans and you think any part of that ballot is invalid, then the whole thing's invalid. So sure. All right. In your world, Trump will be president. But guess what? McConnell's out. Uh, uh, Graham is out. All of his buddies are out. Martha McSally's out anyway. So, uh you know, you can't have it both ways. It can't be, well, part of it's okay, but the other part isn't. You know, you, you're, just, you're just reaching here. But let's get our act together. Countries like Taiwan, Vietnam, uh, New Zealand, Australia, they've eliminated. Yes, they still have protocols that they follow. But they're not shut down. People are wearing a mask when they're outside, but they can go into a restaurant and eat. And again, there's certain things that they're abiding by to make sure, because as long as this disease is out there, there's still a chance it can come back to their country. We, it is an embarrassment, a, a total embarrassment, that we, the most technologically advanced country in the world, we can't get our people to put a piece of cloth over their face. Oh, <coughs> I can't breathe. I can't breathe bullshit it's the most it's the most difficult damn thing to 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 deal with especially here with you know with me and my uh compromised condition if you will say the fact that i still am about 35 pounds overweight the fact that i'm still still kind of recovering and yet i've got this mask on trying to walk through a super walmart and it's not fun it's not easy to do so, but guess what? If my selfish, sorry ass can do it, 
Anybody can do it. There is no reason whatsoever. Just... Ay, ay, ay. And speaking of the lock, <laughs> speaking of the lockdown, uh, I got some. Basically, I want to run off of one tweet here. Uh, Kevin Sorbo, he of uh, Hercules fame, back in okay. the syndicated series. He, uh, I'm, I'm even going to give him the mighty nice. Yeah, that's 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 just who I am. Just who I am. I'm a mask wearing tweeting kind of guy. So Kevin Sorbo at K Sorbs tweeted this. If the first lockdown worked, why do we need a second one? If the first lockdown didn't work, why do we need a second one? Just asking. Now, in an unusual move, I'm going to read a couple, three of the replies that I thought were very interesting. Bruce Bader. At Bruce Bader. The first lockdown was working. All we needed to do was wear a mask and we could open up and likely continue the decline. Unfortunately, individuals felt their quote-unquote freedom was being violated by wearing a mask. So now we have to lock down again to, prefer, to prevent further mass casualties. I, the, the well, well said there, Bruce. Well said there. Uh, D at Riley's D, R-I-L-E-Y-S, capital D-I, responded to Mr. Sorbo with this. Really? You have to ask? There was never a complete lockdown because of, because of those who said, my body, my choice. One month is all it would take if everyone knuckled under. One month won't kill us, but the coronavirus could. Not everyone, but who are you willing to lose? Again. Good point. And finally, and certainly winning the award from my new favorite Twitter handle, you have uh, United Not Divided, whose Twitter Twitter handle, I swear, is at mm, Beer and Wine. That's four M's, capital B, capital E, capital E, capital R, small N, capital Wine. Mm, beer and Wine. Now, now, is that Wine as in W-I-N-E or want, W-H-I-N-E? W-I-N-E, Beer and Wine. Come on, let's mm, Beer and Wine. Well, I mean, you know, it could be to put another twist. All right, anyway, so moving on, and this was their reply to Mr. Sorbo. The first lockdown did work. Remember, it was to give us time because there were no treatments, no vaccines, shortage of respirators, shortage of masks, PPE, and other medical supplies. Now we may have a shortage of medical staff also to handle so many sick people. Just saying. So, uh, you know, good responses. Uh, a legitimate question from Mr. Sorbo until he actually pays attention and opens his eyes to what's going on. I mean, we're not in the same position we were back in March. We know more, et cetera, et cetera. And honestly, I believe this is the ideal time to do a lockdown. Do it right after the holidays. Do it, you know, everybody sits home the month of January. It's cold and freezing most places anyway, so. And let's, let's face it, you're not going to be able to go anywhere. Let's, how many people, here's the sad part. How many people are going to be in a hospital on, uh, say, December 12th? Because they just had to go to Thanksgiving dinner this year. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, my, my uh, Facebook friend 
Brian Wallenberg uh, posted uh, what he obviously thought was a cute meme from somebody uh, showing uh, our Minnesota governor, uh, Walls, uh, on the outside looking in at somebody's uh, Thanksgiving table with the title Minnesota at Thanksgiving. Um, And... I decided, well, you know, and this and this is good for me. Just just woke up and saw this. I decided to reply, re- reply with a meme of my own with a picture of, uh, actually, it's the mass grave site that uh, that I saw. It was actually in New York. Yes, it was. Mistaken. Yes, it was. Um, which, uh, which I titled Utah the day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, I got two more tweets here that go back to what we were talking about earlier because I forgot I had them sitting here, but I don't want to. So Steve Hofstetter, at Steve Hofstetter, wrote this. Rudy Giuliani, referring back to the, uh, uh, the, the press, whatever it was, the meltdown the other day. Rudy Giuliani just tried to use a scene from My Cousin Vinny as evidence. If we're going to use movies as evidence, I recommend we start with the new Borat. Excellent, Steve. Excellent. And finally, and finally, from ProPublica, uh, this is a, a, a news organization, or a, I don't have who said the actual line. Uh, again, referring to Trump's lawsuits and the fact that they've lost 33 out of 35, and the two they won were just like, okay, you can move up 10 feet in a vote counting center. You know, nothing. Quote, a lawsuit without provable facts showing a statutory or constitutional violation is just a tweet with a filing fee. <laughs> That's cute. I like that. Oh, by the by the way, Rolando, uh, uh, besides saying good morning, uh, said we need a second stimulus for business and families during a uh, businesses and families during a lockdown. Hey, Rolando, I got your stimulus. Oh. I couldn't resist. God. <sighs> we do. And he, I, doesn't drink, I, and he doesn't drink coffee either. He does not. That's he does not. I saw a very good idea the other day. Pay people 1500 bucks to get the vaccine when it comes out. Not only does it... Uh, pr- providing science is okay with the vaccine, okay? Because, yeah, that's right. I'm one of those. I'm not taking Trump's word for it. I wouldn't take his word on what day of the week it was. Or that, you know, anyway... Uh, Give everybody fifteen hundred bucks to take the uh, take the test. Not only do you get people mean the virus, I mean the vaccine. The, the vaccine, test. yes, thank you. Not only do you get people taking the vaccine, but now you stimulate the economy. But McConnell's not going to do that because McConnell's a he's a poo poo head. Well, nothing's got nothing's going to get done now until the twentieth. No, let's, no. Let's, let's just be realistic here. Uh. Trump is not going to push Trump. You know what the sad the the sad part about this is Trump still has roughly what two months? To, uh, just, it's almost exactly two months, just shy of two months to try to redeem his miserable ass. Somehow, he still has a couple of months. You know, let's face it, we do have a short memory in this in this. Uh, uh, in this country, uh, you know, hell, we were looking fondly at Nixon there uh, uh, a few months before he died. Yeah, yeah, we were. So he has a chance. He has a chance. 
I would be, if I was in his position right now, instead of putting out a tweet every every uh, six hours in capital letters, this election's a hoax, you know, whatever. Let's do something. Let's actually show the public that you're worth something. Because right now, you're. I wasn't going to vote for him regardless. I would, you know, there was no way I was going to vote for him at all. But now, there is absolutely no, I mean, I don't give a damn if, uh, if Joe Biden and, uh, uh, and Kamala Harris wind up being Attila the Hunt one and two, there is still no chance in hell that I would vote for Donald Trump just because we see how he deals with adversity. Which is not well. Still, no, no, not at all. You know, here's now granted, um, you know, Obama. Yeah, he served his two terms, so it isn't like he, you know, he knew his time was over. But Hillary didn't win the election. Yet she was a hell of a lot more graceful than he was under the same circumstance. Well, sure. Like I mentioned earlier, she conceded the day after, and the day after that, and Trump was at the White House at the invitation of President Obama. So, exactly. I love that. By the way, you stole my damn uh, audio bit that I that I was going to roll out too. Oh, which one? With Kaylee, with Kaylee, and then Trump re- basically reputing it. I'm going to get you for that. What can I say? You you produce what one audio piece of audio every year, and I have another another one coming here for hour number two. Hey, I tell you, I was on today. You're a crazy man. Stop him! I know. Next thing, he'll be running with scissors. (laughs) You know what? Mom's always said, never play ball in the house. It's a Brady Bunch reference. Okay. Our, our Brady Bunch people will get that. It's, uh... Uh, by you the know, way, I, I, I can count on one hand the number of times I watched the Brady Bunch. I am, si- I am sitting here desperately trying to time up the break. You'll be able to keep okay. talking. You just keep talking when you hear the music. Okay. okay? It's coming up in less than a minute. I'm going to be over here juggling, man. There's video and audio to juggle. So don't oh, even the best jugglers drop the ball every once in a while. I so did that I'm last just... week. Where uh, just stay... <laughs> by the way, you'll have to mute yourself. Okay, I got it. And no you problem. want and you want to be around for the break because what I'm playing is very special and and very very Thanksgiving ish. I, I I appreciate that, but you know what happens to me right around break time. You got a total of four and a half minutes. From the time the music starts, the contract says five. Damn it! The contract, the contract says five. By the way, yeah, there are going to be a couple of things we're going to wind up doing here in hour number two. Uh, uh, let alone the fact that uh, we still have that wonderful, uh, that wonderful, that great segment known as John and Edwards spread. God, I love that. Se- I love that segment. And uh, plus, there's actually a couple of little things uh, pretty cool that we got uh, going on here. So uh, hang around here for hour number two of the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TMI. See you on the other side.
This is Radio TFI. You found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, on Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah, and change your behavior so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behavior so you won't get it. Think about changing your behavior so you don't give it to somebody else. All right, fellow babies, and now it's time to go to our live remote man on the scene at the Pinedale Shopping Mall for the big WKRP turkey giveaway. So take it away, Les Nessman. This is Les Nessman, your man on the scene here at the Pinedale Shopping Center where the excitement is mounting. We're here to witness the big WKRP turkey Thanksgiving giveaway. <laughs> I'm here with hundreds of people who have gathered to witness what has been described as perhaps the greatest turkey event in Thanksgiving Day history. All we know for sure is that in a very few moments, there are going to be a lot of happy people out here. Now, the crowd is... The, the crowd is uh, curious, but well-behaved. And I think I hear something now. Uh, the crowd is moving out into the parking area. And, oh yes, I can see it now. It's a... It's a helicopter. And it's coming this way. A helicopter? It's flying something behind it. I can't quite make it out. It's a large banner. And it says, uh, Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, W-K-R-P. What a sight, ladies and gentlemen. What a sight. The copter seems to be circling the parking area now. I guess it's looking for a place to land. No, something just came out of the back of the helicopter. It's uh, a dark object. Uh, perhaps a skydiver plumbing to, to the earth from only 2,000 feet into the air. The third. There's no parachutes yet. shopping mall has just been bombed with live turkey. Film at 11. As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly.
Oh, no music or nothing after that? Jesus, that was so... Ay, 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 ay. <sighs> so, I, I don't even know. What was the point of of this uh, this bit you played? Well, since John was not around to listen to it, that was one of the most famous turkey scenes ever on TV from WKRP, the turkey drop. Okay. See, I will. If you don't listen to it, it. are you kidding me? It's it 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 is it 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 was a broadcast genius. Okay. Well, first off, you have to realize that that's another show. I think if I if I think if I saw two episodes of it the entire time it was on. All right. And that didn't do much indication either. All right. All right. Thank you. Well, it didn't do well in syndication because of the music rights. But long story, that that's what it was. First off, tell the people who we are and why we're here and all that. Well, as soon as I figure out who we are and why we're here, I'll be happy to. Moving on. You are listening to hour number two of the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. And once again, from the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon from the Radio TFI Executive Tower. I heard he what moved up so he could see above the cloud line uh, uh, over there in, or is that cloud, clouds or smog? Clouds. We don't have smog. Oh, no. Bullshit. What's your language? And No, we don't. We do not have smog here. Okay. No, seriously, we don't. Uh, let me put, well, anyways, from the Radio TFI Executive Tower, in Queens, New York, Mr. Ed Van Ness. Once again, good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. Okay, John, this is two things I got to explain to you. The reason LA has smog is because it sits in a valley. There's it's mountains valley. there. Okay, and, and it doesn't have any place to go, so everything just kind of accumulates over the city. Meanwhile, here in the way of York and basically the rest of the nation, it just gets pushed out, gets pushed to the east. We send it to Europe. There you go. Bye-bye. So anyway, so WKRP does this big turkey promotion. Les Nesman, the uh, winner of the uh, Buckeye News Award uh, multiple times, is out there on location. Uh, a helicopter arrives. Things start falling out of the helicopter. Turns out they're turkeys. Live turkeys. At the very end of the show, Arthur Carlson, the station manager, walks in and says one of the most famous lines ever on TV. As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. Oh, I guess I had to be there. You really did have to be. You need to look this up. I'm, I am very disappointed. I was. I, I put this together. I thought, oh, John's going to get a hoot and a holler and a kick out of this. And... Uh, have you ever, have you ever, in the nearly four years that we've been doing this show. Don't talk to me. Have you ever heard me mention WKRP? Not even a reference to Lonnie Anderson. It's not like I talk about it every day. There's lots of things you haven't mentioned that you may know about. I find it hard to believe that there's any of them, but... All right. I do want to put my serious pants on here for just a mm, second. I wanted to, I did want to get into this uh, in hour one where we tend to be a little bit more serious. 
And I know that after uh, John and Ed versus the spread, we do kind of really slide off into the uh, abyss here when it comes to. Uh... <laughs> so I, I did want to get this out here. Um, the other day, I had a chance to watch uh, the uh, ABC. I guess it was, a. I think it was probably one of their 2020 segments, but they don't half the time don't call it 2020 anymore if it's a special topic. But they were talking about uh, Brianna Taylor, and um, this they actually had the uh, the uh, body cams on, and they were they were interviewed. Uh, uh, one of the cops involved, they interviewed a couple of other people through this process. And Ed, I got to tell you, man, I didn't realize just how uh, what kind of an effect hearing that. Uh, and seeing that uh, would have on me, it was. I, I I tweeted this, and I wasn't. I honestly wasn't trying to be melodramatic, but and I'll, I'll paraphrase this. That uh, isn't that bad when you got to paraphrase your own tweets. But uh, basically, it was like uh, like ripping ripping the scab off the off the wound, and now it's bleeding. Uh, profusely uh, in my heart. Uh, this really, this really hit home. Uh, and some of the things on there, some of the miscarriages of, ju- of justice, uh, like the only charge, supposed the, the uh, Kentucky uh, uh, Attorney General, the only charge they said the grand jury could come up with was like reckless abandon, abandonment. You, you killed somebody out of a blind hail of gunfire. Uh, there was one shot fired, and that was by somebody that you startled. You woke up, you basically knocked their door to, uh, in, and you startled somebody who was still half asleep. Hey, if I've got a gun under my pillow or under my mattress... I'm even going to get even I don't even own a gun and I'm going to get up and start shooting. Uh, And then the fact that they just sprayed bullets, indiscriminately sprayed bullets in there, killing Brianna. Well, I I got to thinking about this. It pissed me off even more uh, yesterday thinking, what if there was a kid in there, too? You know, no, no, she didn't have any kids. But what if she was babysitting somebody? For somebody else, and that kid got caught in that hail of bullets. Christ, there was bullets that were up in the upstairs, uh, uh, in the upstairs uh, apartment. Apartment, yeah. This was the most egregious. No, no, it was probably was an intentional murder, but I'll be damned if it, if it would have been. I mean, there's been there have been drive-bys. Let me look at it. I'm not trying to justify anything with a drive-by shooting here, but there are people that have shot one or two bullets into somebody's house that happened that hit the wrong target, and they're up on murder charges. You know, it, it, it is just it just goes to show you sometimes how justice just does not have a. It is. It isn't fair and balanced like it should be, especially for African Americans. And <coughs> Brianna Taylor was a 
beautiful, talented woman who was, I mean, she had a future ahead of her. She had a, if I remember correctly, she had a, she, her, she was working for, um, uh, 911 dispatch, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. And she, this, this young lady had a bright future, but you know, they right away, they assumed they, she apparently was friends with somebody that, uh, you know, had a background, had, you know, of, of, uh, drug dealing, you know, but boy, they were going to make sure they, they were going to, well, they just pursued that with diligence, you know, to the point where they feel felt they needed to kick that door down because they were, they, uh, swore that they were going to find drugs and guns and whatnot in there. As I understand it, there were none of the above found in that. No, they, they were at the wrong place. Oh, that's what it was too. They they went to the wrong place. Oh my God. That that just makes, that makes it even that I forgot. I I remember hearing that quite frankly, in my emotion, I actually forgot about that fact that they did say they were at the wrong place. And and you wonder, you wonder why African-Americans, you wonder why they're pissed. You wonder why they're marching. People get pissed off. Oh, they're marching down my street. Oh, I can't, I, I, I can't get to the bar because they're blocking the street. And they oh, want, my God. And they want me to wear a mask, too. Oh, no. <sighs> my friends, I, I got to tell you, that was, that was rough, you know, Watching George Floyd and watching that cop grind his knee into George Floyd's back of his neck was was hard enough to watch, but listening to uh, and hearing what was going down with Breonna Taylor and the just the total total in uh, indiscriminate, you know. It's 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 worse than having somebody that has a AR-15. You have an AR-15 because you can, you know, you can shoot off rounds almost indiscriminately. You don't have to worry about being accurate with your shot. You just shoot up enough shot. Eventually, somebody's get something's going to get hit. You know, and but it was the same thing. Thirty different damn shots coming going into that apartment. It was, you know, and I got, I got to tell you, and, and you wonder, you wonder why they're calling for, you know, something, things as radical as, as defunding the police. Now, I don't believe in defunding the police. I believe in total, in retraining the police. Restructuring. Restructure. Yeah, that, yeah. And if, if they're against that, well, then go go find a job flipping burgers or some goddamn thing i'm telling you good police officers understand that everything that not everything is peachy keen here and things do need to change and um god i, I just hope down deep inside one of the things that bothers me is is that you know they're talking about the rise in crime here and you're one you just can't help but wonder yes we're down we're down a few cops here. There's a few cops that have retired and they're not, uh, and it just doesn't, it doesn't seem like the cops are, the police presence just seems, isn't what it used to be. And 
I, I just hope to, I just hope like hell that, you know, they're not getting something like they're from this scroll. The guy that's in charge of the police uh, federation isn't saying, well, you know, just, Hey, lay low boys, you know, let's let some of this kind of, Hey, you know, we don't care if they kill themselves, you know, kill each other or whatnot. And the only cops you see out there are the ones that are just out, actually care about their job and are still trying to do their job despite all of this. And I just hope that's not the case, but oh my God, it's just, it's just beginning to seem like that. And I am, that, that, that it was tough to watch. It was really tough, tough to watch this whole thing, you know, and then you tell yourself, well, you know, it is, it is the, it is Kentucky. It's the place that brought you Mitch McConnell. One of the poorest states in the union, even though it's uh, one of the reddest states in the union. You know, it's, it, it, it's just sad. It's just, it's sickening is what it is really. And I honestly hope that there, we can have justice in the case of Breonna Taylor in the case of George Floyd and others. So well said, John. Well said, John. And uh, just let me add here that, and now the second toughest thing today will be making this transition to football picks. <laughs> well, we could ease into that if you, uh, if, if you, <laughs> oh, like we're, we're going to we're gonna, we're gonna go look everything. I, I I'm with you on everything you said there. Uh yeah, you know, we'll. Uh, and I'm sorry, I did not want to go Debbie Downer, but unfortunately, I just did not think I was going to be able to. John, because you know how we get. We after picks, after picks, we kind of just kind of slide. John, and after that next thing, you know, hey, guess what? It's eleven fifty-five, and we ain't got time to do shit. <laughs> John, it's okay. You know, I have very low expectations for you. Well, the people on the video saw that, and no, just <laughs> no. <laughs> and with that, please. Well, hey, take it like a man. I usually do. Oh. Da, 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 yes. da, da, da. I'm getting there. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for John and Ed versus the Spread, your weekly foray into the uh, exciting world of pigskin prognostication. Each week, John, go for it. Shannon and I will each choose three professional football games and select winners using the point spread. At the end of the season, the winner will claim possession of the Radio TFI Gilchrist Ceremonial Sippy Cup not responsible for post office mess ups. Extra points can be earned by going forward with a two or three point conversion if you have the nerve. Today, this man has the nerve. Ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, it's John and Ed versus the spread. Whoa, 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 whoa. Here we are again for another fantastic week of uh, picking football games and young Mr. Shannon has taken a lead 
He's taking the gosh darn lead. Cream is taking long enough, but uh, the cream has finally starting to rise to the top. <laughs> Something's rising to the top. I can't speak to what it is. But lo and behold, look at it right there on your screens, kids and kittens. John Shannon leads 17 to 16. Well, let's take a look at last week's. Uh, uh, Why, well, gee, it's not. I I have to. This is not. My my apologies, my apologies. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Oh, this is not going well at all, not at all. There we go. That's I think that's the one I wanted. That's the one I wanted. And, okay. Uh, we're getting there. There we go. That's the one I wanted. So last week, what a week! What a week! Let's see. John Shannon picked up two big points. Two big points. His uh, his new pals, the Green Bay Packers, let him down uh, by by almost getting spanked by them there Jacksonville Jaguars. Who helped you last week, John? My Miami Dolphins. That's who helped you last week. Speaking oh, of my fan. speaking of my Miami Dolphins, they kind of let me down last week. By uh, I went for two with them. It was there. It was there. Near the end of the game. I was... It was close. It, they were like... There was like 14, 15 points. I'm like, go Finns! <sighs> also, one of us had the nerve to finally, finally go for three. I wanted the Cardinals. I took the Cardinals. Went for three. Gave up 20 and a half points. And they lost by two. I thought for sure that they were going to run all over the Bills last week. I thought for sure. And of course, uh, wait a minute. I actually won a game last week. Oh, no, I didn't win a game last week. Even my brownies let me down. I by gave the way, you got four wrong on that game. Which, which game? The Arizona-Buffalo game. It was 32-30. Uh, Arizona won that game in the last second. Huh? Oh, Arizona right. won that game. They, you didn't, it wasn't obviously by 20 and a half points, but Arizona wound up winning that game. Yeah, but it doesn't change anything for us. You still won the game. It doesn't change anything. Yeah, I still won it. But, That's uh, right. Arizona, right. Uh, That's right. I don't even know if that was the correct score or not, but, uh, yeah, last second touchdown pass, uh, put, um, uh, gave Arizona the win. Oh, then you might have lost that game. I'm going to have to... Uh, no. No, you had that as a 20 and a half point uh, spread. I'm talking about you. You took that game also. Uh, you took Buffalo. We'll, we'll talk about it off air. Oh, no. I won. It was a three and a half point spread. They uh, Arizona won by two. Okay, well, we'll just leave that be for right now. We'll have the judges look into this. Let's, you want to you recount? Is that what you're trying to tell me? You know, I didn't <laughs> want to use the word. Let me get Rudy on the phone here. We'll have him come in and... Uh, should I not be using Dominion to count the uh, count the points at the end of the... You, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think I got it right, but... Uh, I mean, I you're welcome to it. it, it it was got, less than a half a point margin, so you know. You can I got six people in here counting points right now, so 
All right, let's let's move on. John Shannon, let's uh, here we are. It's week eleven already, kids and kittens. How the hell did that happen? John Shannon, let's start with your first pick of the uh, of the week. Well, I uh, see that the Green Bay Packers traveling to Indianapolis are a one and a half point. Uh, uh, they are excuse me. They are one and a half point underdog against those Indianapolis uh, Colts. I'm going to take Packers giving or getting a point and a half for that. All right. My first pick of the week is uh, I'm taking those Tennessee Titans getting six points against the Ravens in, in Baltimore. The Ravens, if, if they're not the only team, they're one of only two teams that I have not picked at all yet this year. So I'm not going to start now. I'm taking Ryan Tannehill. I like him. I've always liked him. I loved him when he was with the Dolphins. I was sorry to see him go. I'm happy to see him succeeding in Tennessee. And I say they're able to cover that this week. Big John Shannon, you're up. Game two. Game two, I uh, am going with uh, the Minnesota Vikings. Shocking. I, I hope I, I hope I, I didn't I didn't pick the Vikings or the Chiefs last week. No, you did not. And I so think one, this I think week, one, yeah, I think one of them was off last week. Well, yeah, that's right. The Chiefs were off, okay. so that's probably why I didn't pick them. Uh, hey, they didn't lose. The uh, Jet, Jet fans the said the same thing. <laughs> yeah. So the Vikings are seven-point favorites uh, uh, hosting the Dallas Cowboys. I figured, what the hell? I haven't gone for two in a while, so I'm going to take the Vikings. Giving up 14 points against the hapless Dallas Cowboys. John's new word. It's his favorite new word is hapless. Yes. yes <laughs> you, you used the same word. Actually, I had to give you the word last week for Jacksonville. Uh, my, my second pick is uh, my Brownies host the Philadelphia Eagles from the Nobody Wants to Win NFC East Division. The Browns are two and a half point favorites. Uh, I, I just I like the way they've been playing this year. I actually like that one. That you is know, the sound pick, and that would have been a, that would have been a fight of thought more. That might have been a uh, thought about it. I went for two on that one. Thought about it long and hard, but I'm still kind of licking my wounds from the past couple of weeks. So I'm zero six the last two weeks. So I got to start. Uh, <laughs> you got to start from from floor one here. Actually, you're starting from the basement, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, pick and number three for me. Pick number three. Again, I don't know why all of a sudden I am enamored with these Miami Dolphins. I just, it's just, just, just something. I don't know what it is, man. How about they're playing it, well? How about that? It isn't that I like Florida. I mean, Ed saw that tweet that I put up there with yeah, Bugs yeah. Bunny. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But anyways, the Dolphins are three-and-a-half-point favorites going into Denver. I am taking the Miami Dolphins, giving up three-and-a-half points. Me too. I've oh, never... In, in the couple of years we've been doing this, I have never... I rarely take the Dolphins. But now I've taken them... I put them on my... I mean, I take them on my personal picks, but not on the air. Not in John and Ed versus Fred. This is two weeks running. Why kids and kittens? Because they're playing well, and I yeah, think I think three and a half points in Denver. Denver's just 
lucky to show up every week. And uh, by the way, as a side note, the Jets had to fly out to Los Angeles to play the Chargers. That's nine and a half points. And on my personal picks, I took the Chargers. I, I mean, the Jets are... Uh, Sam Darnold's out. Uh, just... They, they got problems. They got problems. One so, thing that the Dolphins, in which every visiting team has when they fly, when they go to Denver, is having to deal with that altitude. Where you yeah. see half the half half the damn players there on the bench are sucking oxygen. Right. Right. Uh, well, that well, may be the only thing that stops Miami. I doubt it, though. Uh, by By the way, here uh, Rolando was nice enough to share his picks with us here again oh, so we, we still doing that well what the hell i mean come on he put he takes the time to do it let's go ahead and read well, him off here oh sure the uh the patriots he's taking the patriots minus two over the houston texans that's i a think good that's pick. a fairly safe bet that's a good pick uh, uh cleveland minus two at excuse me two and a half that's my pick yeah it's, that's a good pick yeah that, that that I think that's a safe. I, I do think that's a safe pick. And the Packers uh, giving up one. Rolando, will you quit copying my point? Oh, is, by the way, on the big board here, I got you taking Indianapolis. I got to change that. Oh, do I really? I I, I, mean, I thought that's what I went with. I put the indicator in the wrong place. No, the points are in the right place. Uh, if, oh. if if you're looking at the screen for John right now, it says. The indicator is next to Indianapolis, but that'll be changed. He he actually picked Green Bay. So, so let's okay. to recap. Orlando did whatever he did. Uh, <laughs> John's taking Green Bay. You, you get, are not a nice man. You're lucky he still I'm, listens to this. I thing. love you, Orlando. I love you. Uh, he doesn't call anymore. He writes, but he doesn't call. Well. Anyway, uh, week eleven here. John John Shannon takes takes the Green Bay Packers. Gets a point and a half. Going into the whatever it's called dome there in Indianapolis, John goes for two with his Vikings. Gives up 14 big, big points against a Dallas Cowboy team that I swear to God the cheerleaders will be playing today. I honestly believe they're going to dig up the corpse of Don Meredith and uh, Ed Tutal Jones just to have people in there. Leon, where's Leon Lett? Uh, Paul Jones, yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm taking Tennessee, getting six points against them there, Ravens, former Cleveland Browns, taking the, the real Browns, giving up two and a half points against the hapless, there's that word again, Philadelphia Eagles. And finally, both John and I are taking my Miami Dolphins in Denver against those Broncos, giving up three and a half points, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, by the way, just as a, as a note here, uh, on, let me see if I can't get out of this without it looking too creepy. I gotta figure out how to do this again. By the way, our Thanksgiving picks, which I had said would, would happen today, we can't do it because we don't have the lines. We don't we don't have the line, the point spreads. So what we're gonna do, we'll pick them off air. Uh probably as John said Thursday night sometime. That's when John's yep. going to send his picks Thursday night, but we're yep. gonna, we're going to do them off air and we'll, and we'll 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 be going over them. So we'll have six games to go over next week. It'll be an expanded segment, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens. That concludes, John. What? Are, by the way, if you're going to use our picks to uh, 
to further your gambling career? John, what do we say about stuff like that? Well, personally, like I've been saying all along here, speak for yourself. <laughs> because you ride this train right here, this train right here, you ride on this and jump on my shoulders, oh, pal. Oh, oh, you're taking responsibility now for people gambling away their money? Hey. Are, are you for real? What kind of... Heck? All right, just remember that. That is John Shannon, not, not Ed, not Radio TFI, not the Taxi Stand Hour. That is John Shannon personally making that claim. So I'm going to finish it by saying, if you follow me and my picks, you cuckoo go nuts out of your brain. Don't do it, man. I wouldn't put money on my picks. John? Five for six in the last two weeks. That's the last two weeks, man. I just, hey, it took me, it was like my preseason. The first week, the first few weeks were kind of my, my preseason here. I had to get warmed up. Here. Oh, is, now, that, is that what it is? That's what it is. And by the way, Rolando, since, who the hell, where do you come up with the, the nickname the Red Rifle? Obviously, he's referring to Andy Dalton, who is uh, the quarterback du jour now for the Cowboys. I thought he got hurt, too. He did. He he went through concussion protocol. And I think also COVID, if I'm not mistaken. But All right, well, let, uh, let me wrap this up. Ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, that concludes John and Ed versus the spread for this week. John's going to lose money for you. The Red Rifle. Good Lord. So he thinks that 14 points is too much of a spread there for the, for the Vikings. I think. Well, that's the whole point. You're taking a risk. You're giving up more right. to get more. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I think I think that Dalvin Cook, he's gonna, it's gonna be like Hulkamania. It's gonna be running wild. Dalvin Cook's gonna run for two hundred <laughs> easily, easily. <laughs> the only problem is, is Dalvin Cook's gonna be running the football so much there may not be that many big plays. And that were that might be where fourteen points might be, uh, be hard to come by, but uh, that's why they call it gambling. Yeah. That's why they call it gambling and not winning. People. Yeah, this is very very true. Absolutely. Seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight is the number if you would like to jump on board. Haven't said this in a little while, but you know you can also call and leave a message or send a text message. Uh, if you're listening to this uh, via Memorex, so uh, uh, feel free. We love your opinion. We definitely love the board here, watching the board here on our little social media uh, hangout here, which may be minus one here after uh, after a while because it's getting to the point where almost what's the point? But that's we'll talk about that off air here later. YouTube, wow. YouTube. Oh, YouTube. No, we're going to keep it. Because there's no reason not to. It doesn't hurt us. It's there. It's already set up. And we just let it roll. Just leave it. Just turn the key. All we got to do is push the button once a week. We don't got to do anything else. Well, so, this is so true. We're not, but I want to... We, we, we spoke about this at the very start of the show, which seems to be like a week and a half ago. Uh, this person. Hey, this is Chris Murphy, and you found the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. So Chris Murphy, who was a, a an acquaintance of uh, John's, 
uh, helped us out with, uh, with, with some station IDs. And uh, John is a radio, pro- not John, John's not a radio professional. Chris is a radio professional. Speak for yourself. I'm speaking for you. So he was nice enough to give us uh, some station IDs. And by the way, any of our friends of the show, we would love to uh, mix up our rotation of of uh, promos and station IDs. We'd love to have everybody just just give us a a little uh, thing. We put a little script up on the website, radiotfi.com. It'll take you right to it. You record it in any any manner you want. Leave a message on our phone number. You can leave a message at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. Send us an MP3, whatever, you know, video it, and we'll pull the audio off it. Uh, you can send it to Twitter, at Taxi Stand Hour, but we'd really love to, you know, ha- have a special... Friends of the show, new and old, we, we, we'd love to, to mix it up. But Chris was nice enough to send us four, uh, four different... Uh, station IDs, if you will. And we're going to play them now. They're going to go into our regular rotation tonight. Uh, today, actually, they will they will enter the regular rotation. And I'm going to save my personal favor for last. And John will tell us how he hooked up. But uh, give us a brief, uh, before we get going here, a, a brief history yeah, of, you, of you and Chris. Before I do that here, uh, Rolando said something to the effect, finally call and you guys screen the call. I'm quite quite I don't quite know what you mean. Is there is the uh phone up and running here? Is it plugged in? The phone is up and running. Huh. Uh, Weird. Stand by. Go ahead, Johnny. You keep doing what you're doing. Okay, well at, um wow. talking about Chris Murphy here now. Um Chris and his uh, a friend of his from uh, now he's uh, doing radio in uh Madison, Wisconsin, uh Sean Preble had a show here in the Twin Cities simply called Preble and Murphy. Well, he says went to voice, by the way. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm fixing it now. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> so anyways, uh, we... Uh, good uh, good uh, show. Good, uh, you know... They didn't go off the deep end one way or another as far as uh, as far as politics went or anything like that. Good common sense radio, and radio radio is a bitch of a business. That's why I kind of like what we do here because we are we don't we're not subservient to anybody here. We do what we want when we want it. Don't have to worry about anybody canceling us. Well, so I, uh, I, I don't have to worry. You don't have to worry about anything either. I know how to operate this bad boy. <laughs> Not as masterful as you, but I do know how to. I, I do know how to wing through it. But anyways, uh, uh, they wound up uh, getting canceled. Actually, part of it was because that particular station uh, went to um, went from a talk radio station to a um, uh, to a uh, sports station, which they which they pretty much suck at. Uh, now they've had to change their name. Now Good they morning. call themselves. Hold, hold Hello. On. John, we have Orlando on the phone. Hello. Hello. Well, where he is. Anybody home? Yes. Can you not hear us? Holy smokes. Technical <laughs> difficulties. 
Well, we can hear you, Pally Boy. Oh, well, there you go. Hey, Rolando, we'll uh, we'll try it again some other time. I I don't know what happened there, but we'll 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 try it again. Go ahead, John. Finish what you were saying. Well, anyways, yeah, that particular uh, that particular station now has gone uh, not only through a, or not through a format change, but now they're a name change, trying to get their scratch and claw their little share of the sports. Uh, broadcasting market but neither that's neither here nor there um people of murphy was one of the best shows i had heard in uh, uh a long 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 time here and i've listened to talk radio for many years and uh, they wound up going their separate ways like i said sean went uh, to madison and uh chris he went to springfield well chris and i had always have had maintained a, a pretty good friendship even after he'd left uh, uh, even after he left uh, the state and I've uh, he's been on he's been on a couple of uh, of uh, the old uh, blog talk radio shows I used to do and he's come on with I'd called I'd called into his station a couple of times and we've you know it's just been one of those type of you know, long distance friendships that, uh, you know, you, you value. And he was one of the first ones when we put up this request to uh, have uh, people call or sending us a recording, giving us a little uh, station ID, a little station promo, a little love there. He was the first, and quite frankly, at this point, the only one to raise his hand and well, hang- gave us material. Hang on, John, because we're going to try Rolando once again. Uh, we 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 had uh we had changed our uh how how we uh do the show and uh technically speaking and uh i had See, to, he's uh, never happy never happy with anything so. i i had forgotten to change the uh the settings so we're going to try this again with Rolando. every time something else is what happens yeah now he's not going to answer. He's not going to Any more technical difficulties, gentlemen? Uh, resolved. Well, I think it's Hello? been resolved. Oh, good. We're in. Yeah, we're in. How yeah. are you? Gents, I just wanted to call and wish you both a wonderful Thanksgiving. Thank you. And your loved ones. That's That was my main intent of this phone call. Just happy that. John's Annie made it back home. Oh, I wasn't aware of that. I wasn't so, aware of that. Congrats, Johnny. And uh Ed, you gotta, gotta stop this myself o- again. You, you gotta stop this Ofer streak. No kidding. I got man. one of your picks. Oh man, you better so, you gotta, believe me, this is the week. We gotta turn that around. This is this is the week we turn around. By the way, young so, man. Anyhow, by the way, that's young it, man. That's what I wanted to do. No, 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 no. You just don't wish get away. you all the best. Thank you, but you don't get away that easy. But it's good hearing you this morning. Thank you. I'm I'm kind of a little uh, out of breath from my asthma attack, so. Oh well, take that's it easy. Why Can you? I haven't been really wanting to call. All right, Rolando. So, anyway, listen to me. God bless you both. Can he hear me? And it's uh, we'll be listening. Uh, when's your next show? Is it just on Sunday now? Just Sundays now. Sundays. All can right. He, can he okay. hear me? Ask well, him if he again, can boys. hear me. Rolando, can you God hear bless. Ed at all? No. Oh. 
right, tell them where expecting tell them where expecting audio from him all right take it easy thanks for calling okay thanks for not doing that why didn't mine I'll come send, hey, I'll send him I'll send him a text I'll, I'll, he did he sounded a little winded so I think I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bother him just quite yet uh all right so let's let's get back issues to... with with asthma here and so I'm yeah I'm a little concerned but he did sound quite a bit winded yeah well we appreciate the call well you attempted to call and and I don't know why he couldn't hear me of course some people would say that's that's not a horrible thing <laughs> remember i once went to a stretch where my my vocal cords were bruised and could barely speak for a month and and there were parades in the streets so anyway let's get to uh chris murphy we're going to play these station ids for you uh and again the last one is my favorite let's start out with uh with our first one hey this is chris murphy and you found the taxi stand hour on radio tfi by the way you can use this as a as a template that's exactly the script that we put up on the website, uh, and you can do anything beyond that. It, it, say who you are, what you are, what you do. We don't care. We'll use it all. We're going to use most of it. Hey, this is Chris Murphy, and you're listening to my buddies John and Ed. Unless John isn't there, then it's Ed and somebody, or unless Ed isn't there, then it's Ed. Uh, you found the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. And uh, then there's this one. Hi, this is Chris Murphy, the second most famous person in Springfield, Illinois. And you found the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. Now, this is my favorite, I believe, John. I'd be safe to assume this is your favorite as well. This will get a lot of play. Hi, this is Chris Murphy, and you found the Taxi Stand Hour. And if you're sitting in an Uber right now, get out of that Uber before it gouges your eyes out! This is Radio TFI. (laughs) I love that one. I love Once again, Chris Murphy, thank you of WMAY in Springfield, Illinois. We thank you. Thank you very much for your for your participation in this. And uh, again, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens, we, we would certainly appreciate everybody. Just, uh, again, it, it, it's just, you know, we get a little love. We give you a little love back. Uh, you know, look, a little bit of John and Ed and Gerald goes a very long way. So, you know, we, we'd love to spice up. By the way, just a reminder... No Christmas music on Radio TFI this year. No Christmas music. We're not against it. We're just going to be the guys that don't play it. There's plenty of places no, to hear Christmas. Speak for yourself. Any any radio station I tune to that goes to Christmas music, click. Well, I, well I'm saying listen, you know, there's plenty out there. We, we, we're not doing it. If, if I haven't... Uh, if I haven't made it clear, I am not I am not a Christmassy type guy. Not a fan. You're one not, white not a, You're one white beard and two elves short of Santa Claus. Yeah, well. Say 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 what you will. I just say it. what you will. I I'm just, just not a not a uh, not a huge Christmas person here, and I don't want to bore anybody uh to tears as to oh, why. Thank you. Thank you, Gilchrist. There, there might even be a, a person or two that might tell me to get over it, but uh, I wouldn't uh, tell you to get over uh, it. Just, just remember well, my, just remember my favorite color is blue. And, uh, get me a PS Five. <laughs> That's right. Rolando says, "What a Grinch." That, yeah, 
And I'm, I'm putting myself, I'm wearing the green jacket just for you, Rolando. <laughs> That's you Mr. Grinch. bet your sweet Biffy. But anyway, so yeah, we're not doing the Christmas. We might throw a few funny songs in there, but uh, nothing of... Uh, Grandma got run over by a reindeer. I don't know about that. That's, Walking home from our house, Christmas Eve. There's a lot of, well, well there's, there's one for sure that's uh that's gonna get played and uh, i mean there's a lot of funny stuff out there and a lot of it goes from uh from the dr demento days uh where which is where i heard a lot of this stuff for the first time and uh i mean we we did a bunch of this last week we uh we uh we played some of the stuff that we might play and some of the stuff that we uh, would love to play, uh, but the your Bing Crosby stuff. Although I gotta say, I gotta say I was. I like Bing Crosby. I like Bing. My, my, my parents wore the vinyl off of that particular uh, "Merry Christmas" Bing Crosby. I gotta they say, wore the vinyl off that LP. I gotta say, I was in the supermarket yesterday. And uh, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. And I got to say, that is one. That is probably the only one that I truly, truly enjoy. That is such an uh, infectious song. Over Mariah Carey, that's all. Well, and here's one, getting back to it. Here's one you will most definitely hear. And we're going to give you a little preview now. And now, here with a special Christmas message, the immortal Elvis. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. This here is the king. I know I haven't been around much for a while, but I want you all to know that up here in rock and roll heaven, I'll be thinking of you this Christmas. And I'd like to give you all a special Christmas message. A message of peace. Like, uh, how about a little piece of that pie going by? Thank you. Thank you very much. Like I was saying, Christmas is a time of hope. Time of joy, the time for loving. And I sure would love a big slice of that pizza you got there. Okay, what we watch. No worry about that. Oh yeah, Christmas. Now Christmas to me means family. And family means friends. And friends means getting together. And getting together means eating. Oh, pass me that drumstick, would you please? Well, oh, thank you. Thank you very much. And I just want to say to you right now. You know, I may be a big star, maybe too big, but ain't nobody so big you can't reach out a helping hand, uh, a helping uh, a hand. Uh, would you hand me a helping of those mashed potatoes over there, would you please? Thank you. Thank you very much. Now, like I was saying, ain't nobody so big you can't stoop to help a friend in need over the holiday season. Now, speaking of season, you want to pass me that salt sugar when you get the chance? Thank you. Yeah, just, just unscrew the cover, that's right. Thank you. Thank you very much. So this Christmas, why don't y'all take a tip from old Elvis? No, no, leave those steak tips right where they are, you know what I mean? No, I appreciate it, thank you. I want you to remember, we're all part of God's great big family. And you know God made man unto his own image. And look in the mirror, I'd have to say God must be a big, big son of a gun, you know what I mean? I think he do. But I especially want y'all to remember this one last thing. When you're all at home this Christmas, stringing that popcorn up on the tree, Save a big, big bowl for the king. Extra butter, know what I mean? Well, thank you, dear. Thank you. 
Thank you very much. That is the King's Christmas message, which you will hear. That's by the by Bob Rivers. You will uh, hear that. You can hear him licking his fingers. Oh, a big, big son of a gun. <laughs> oh, we, we did this. We knew this routine by heart. Down in that South FLA, Neil Rogers played this. Uh, played it all year long. It didn't have to be Christmas, but that's that's one of my favorite bits. And Bob Rivers has a bunch of stuff that you know. You just don't know you know. But anyway, yeah, so no Christmas. That's the kind of Christmas stuff we'll be doing. It's just the funny, amusing stuff. And uh, uh, that's it. That's all I got, John. Well, I do have one more story that... Uh, I'm sorry, we're out of time, but thanks for playing our game. <laughs> Jesus, you were... something else. <laughs> Here's the home Had edition. <laughs> so I don't know, you did you... Uh, did you hear the news that the UK is uh, moving to end sales of all non-electric cars by 2035 now? So is California. No, no. The UK. This is Boris no, I, Johnson. I, I understand that, but I'm saying also California is doing the same thing. I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's look, I'm not saying that it won't... Uh, that it won't be good for the environment. By all means, I think it'd be great for the environment. We might have a few less cases of asthma uh, or aggravated cases of asthma, if you will, here. But there is one individual that actually had uh, a little bit of a uh, perspective on the matter. Uh, And this is a cab driver. I don't think he's from London, but he is from in the... uh, UK. So uh, let's uh, let's give a li- listen to uh, one man's uh, opinion on this matter. So, just listening to Ian Collins on Talk Radio, good show this afternoon as always. Geezer on there rings up, got a Tesla, beautiful, singing its praises. How much did it cost? Ian asked him, seventy-three thousand pounds. A man asked, very nice, lovely. The average, the average working family in this country can't splash out 73 grand on a Tesla. There are cheaper models available now and there are cheaper EVs, right? But the average family is barely getting by spending out two or three grand, right, for a car that will get them from A to B, you know, kids to school, work, do the shopping, what they need it for, you know. They're barely getting by putting like 10, 20 quids worth of fuel in it a week, right, because they really have to scrimp and save and they just about keep it on the road. So it's all right people saying, Everyone must go out and buy EVs. You won't be able to buy a second hand one because the batteries will be shagged, right? And you're talking north of 4,000 quid to replace the batteries, right? It ain't going to happen, okay? They need to be developing the next form of power, okay? Forget batteries. Forget battery technology. Highly environmentally horrible, to be fair. And you can't dispose of them that easily, okay? So it's all right, Boris. Green New Deal, EVs cancel the sale of petrol and diesel vehicles by 2030, right? We ain't ready for it yet. The average family's not ready for it. Something big's going to have to happen, all right? Get your heads out of your arses, all you people in Westminster, right? And go and talk to the average people. And I'm not talking people in Berkshire, Hertfordshire, Surrey, parts of Kent, um, Bedfordshire, you know, Oxfordshire, places where there's money, right? Come down to the southwest and talk to the average family on the street, right? Go to parts of Wales. Go to parts of the north where it's deprived. Go to um, parts of East Anglia where it's quite deprived, right? They can't afford it, okay? You take.
that was it for that. Well, he he, he makes a very valid point about, uh, and we only got a couple minutes here. Uh, he makes a very valid point about the energy source. Uh, I don't understand why we're not working on hydrogen. Because what that puts out is water. That's what comes out of the ex- quote-unquote exhaust pipe, is water. Uh, why? See, I, I have no idea how a, how a hydrogen, hydrogen engine would even work. Well, I, it, no, I don't, I'm not doubting it. I'm just saying I know nothing about it. Well, it, actually, I had come close at one point, uh, except I couldn't find any place to refill my vehicles. To fuel my vehicles, we would have, uh, you could get your engine converted, any car, for like a grand. The problem was there was no place to go to refuel the, the only place in Broward County where I was, was county-owned properties for county vehicles. Otherwise, I would have converted my whole fleet to hydrogen. So the so Broward County did have hydrogen powered vehicles. Yes, county vehicles, absolutely. And and again, the only, the only after effect of that is water. Remember, what's water? H two O. What's the H? Hydrogen. It is it is the cleanest, at least practically speaking. Now I don't know the details about actually getting hydrogen or how you make it or how you produce it or blah blah blah, but. Uh, he's right about batteries. I mean, you're going to spend a fortune. What do you do with them when they're done? You have to ship them off to the moon, blast them off, put them on the moon or something like that. I mean, seriously. Now you're talking. And, uh, you know, that's the problem. Now, the the idea of not selling uh, cars that, that function off of fossil fuels, yeah, that, that makes it makes sense now it, at least in california the deal is not you can't own a car like that just any new cars will have to be alternative fuels you can keep, I, I think this is what they're saying in the uk as well right right i mean that would be absurd to make everybody just suddenly at one point have to ditch their cars but uh, it, batteries are not it electric is not it now if you can get electric uh, if you can get the hydrogen engine to produce electricity, which apparently you can because there's electric, you know, items in the car, then fine because, you know, it runs the alternator, blah, blah, blah. But electric is not the long-term answer. Without question, it is not the long-term answer. Oh, I, I, I and I think the, the thing that I, I, I don't know if this just goes for new car sales. Can you resell after 2035 or after 2030 or whenever the yes. target date is, can you resell yes. a gasoline-powered engine? Yes, you can. What, what, you, what you're going to wind up doing is you're going to wind up, people are going to, just like anything else when it comes to this. It. Perpetuating it. People will do everything they can to keep those engines going. And they're, the longer you go, the worse it gets as far as the... Uh, Yep, far with the uh, exhaust and all that. So that music in the background tells me it's time to go bye bye. So uh, I guess it's time to say bye bye uh, from the Northern Fair Studio in Egan, Minnesota, for my great friend Mister Ed Benitez. I'm John Shannon. I got money. See ya.
I'm listening. <laughs>